1: You're listening to the AC Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. Now joined by the great William Brad Alice, Kansas City Chiefs fan, William Brad Alice, freshly coming off a freshly minted second Super Bowl win. Hello, William. Hello, Michael. All right. Well, I'm just going to say, all right, let's talk about the Chiefs just for a second here. But you know what? That was an impress that was as impressive a second half performance by a team as you'll see in the Super Bowl, especially when it looked like they were on the ropes. Yeah, yeah, you know, and the first half
0: wasn't bad either. Um, if you look at it, well, I think they punted once, maybe twice. There was a eh, iffy no call on one of them uh, where you could argue that Chiefs should have had a first down. But the Eagles were magnificent in the first half uh, offensively, and they were okay in the second half. But, you know, I read somewhere today that Mahomes' uh, quarterback rating was uh, out of 100, 99.4 in the second That's half. That's good. Not, That's not bad. Um, and yes, I'm going to say, I know why people are upset about the holding call. I will say this. I'm blaming Fox. Fox only showed one camera angle. And that was the one where the guy had the, the hand, Bradbury had the hand on the back. I would have been mad about that too. But if you watch the whole play develop, he grabs him three times. He grabs him on the Jersey, he grabs him on the arm. And then he puts the hand around the back and it clearly impeded, um, Juju Smith Schuster's route. That was a similar route to the one they kept getting burned on. Uh, Would he have caught it? I have no idea. But that being said, you know, uh, uh, a six inches offside cost me a Super Bowl in, in, in 2019. So I'm going to take it.
1: Right. I would take it as well. All right. We got to talk about, we got some breaking news here because we break news left and right here on the AZ Wildcats podcast. Actually, I put it back together. Actually, we're not breaking news here because it's already been broken. Kevin Sumlin is back in the game. Kevin Sumlin has been hired as the co-offensive coordinator at Maryland. Um, I will say I never saw Kevin Sumlin getting another major division one coaching job again. I was wrong. Kevin Sumlin is back in the scene. Thoughts, William? Did you see that offense that, that the Houston gamblers ran? That's true. And that
0: didn't look good. Um, no. I'm not sure any offense in the uh, that version of the USFL looked good. Um, although I will admit, I, I, I Kevin Woodman and I picked the Birmingham Stallions to be our team. They have right. Scooby Wright, and they're the defending champs. But, yeah, I I don't know. Um, obviously, someone's well-connected. He has been a well-respected guy. Um, but there was nothing at Arizona that made you feel like he was on top of his game. Maybe, maybe an OC is the lack of pressure job. Co-OC, too, that he needs to kind of, you know, rejuvenate um, his career. You know, obviously, we've seen a lot of guys go to Alabama as an analyst. Maybe uh, maybe Maryland is now the uh, Alabama (laughs) of the ACC.
1: Right. All right. Now let's talk about we had Brett McMurphy on yesterday. And uh, just, you know, so people know this isn't uh, just some guy that's, you know, you know, doing president's bidding. This is the man that broke the uh, uh, the 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 dissolving of the big east into the acc he's broken a lot of stories he broke uh the uh, ohio state uh, urban Myers situation all of that he's broken a lot of stuff and he said that he just he doesn't see really any way that arizona is in the pac 12 in a couple years and a big reason why is he said that the big 10 is going to come calling sooner than later for oregon and washington and because usc and ucla need travel partners they can't be out there on an island by themselves um And he said he expects Arizona and ASU to be in the Big 12. What are your thoughts on that, William?
0: The only way the Pac-12 is a viable conference, Power 5 conference, is Washington and Oregon remaining. And then I think you have to hope for what I call the TCU effect. And that is you hope you bring in some combination of San Diego State SMU and or UNLV and hope they decide to be big time programs. Um, San San Diego State has the across the board athletic success I think you look for. But are they always going to play second fiddle in football and hoops to USC and UCLA? Because I can tell you, having gone to San Diego, that's kind of how the fan now, maybe that's different now, 20 years later, but I know when I used to go there, you know, frequently for like recruiting camps and stuff, fewer, you, you know, there was a lot of, I'm a charger fan. I'm a Padre fan. I'm a USC football fan. I'm a UCLA basketball fan. Right. Um, same thing in Dallas, their SMU is playing second and third fiddle, maybe fourth fiddle in there. You know, obviously Texas is King. Texas A&M is still big. And TCU is right there.
1: Um, pcu is bigger than them tech is bigger than them you could go down you could probably find quite a few oh
0: can dallas fall in love with smu i i don't know um and in, and unlv obviously Tark was king there but is a community that now has pro hockey and pro football will probably have pro basketball sooner rather than later will they embrace a college team with really no history of success. Um the irony is, I think from a fan standpoint, to quote Bill Walton, you need truck stops. I mean in Stillwater, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State's king. Right. Um, in Lubbock, Texas, Texas A&M is King. In now, the 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 only outlier really in that conference is Kansas. And Kansas football is nothing. Um, but that's you know Lawrence, Kansas is a de facto suburb of Kansas city. It's 45 minutes, but it's, you know, they're all, they're all chiefs, fans, you know, chiefs are King there. Um, but so, yeah. So can the PAC 12 become viable with that? Cause bo- unfortunately I don't think Boise moves the needle, no matter how good Boise state football's been. I don't think there's another program out there, especially if you lose Washington and Oregon. So I think if Arizona is smart and I, Again, I know everyone's up in arms. If Arizona hasn't at least had conversations with the Big 12, then Arizona's stupid. Um, I would almost guarantee you that they've had at least some sort of back channel. And again, I think Arizona and ASU, especially, but I think Colorado now with with Dion, and don't be shocked if that's not one reason they brought Dion in, Uh, and Utah with what they have. That's, you know, the mountain schools are are fairly attractive because when you look at it, you've got the Phoenix market, which right. Arizona is in a way a part of. Don't mm-hmm. discount that. You've got the Salt Lake market, which is okay, but you've also got a secondary LDS market. Obviously, BYU's king. Right. Colorado has a good following in, in Colorado, they especially are going to withdraw. And Arizona's got this oddly not oddly but loyal fan base that is going to use your digital package um you know i have heard i don't know if these numbers are still i have heard that arizona basketball accounts for a overwhelming number of views of the uh pac-12 network for arizona basketball for basketball right um that they are among if not the leaders in almost every sports broadcast. Uh, and some of that is just the nature of Tucson. There's no other game in town. With apologies to the Sugar Skulls and the Roadrunners, um, you know, Arizona is king in Tucson. Right. Um, it's not a huge market, but again, if you're trying to sell a secondary digital package, whether that's the ESPN or a third party, Arizona consumes that inventory.
1: Right. I think too, when you look at it from a, uh, um, from just a a monetary perspective, which we're going to get to in just a second here. But first, four peaks. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, that's the official brew of PHNX Sports. You're correct, but it's also what we call the U of A big men right here. But again, check out Four Peaks at the Tempe location, or if you're cool, come to the Tap and Bottle watch parties and get some Four Peaks as well. Show notes and link in the description. We would love to see you down there. Four Peaks and octane raceway up in phoenix up in scottsdale let's say you're like william brad alice you got a couple kids running around the place and you're saying to yourself man i'd like to take the kids to some place where we can get them exercise and we can get them out of the house for a little bit this is the place you've got uh you got racing you got uh, video games you got pool you got food you got drink you name it they got it check out the show notes in the link in the description Description: Octane Raceway Mavericks. All right, Stuart Mandel put out that uh, a big problem that the Pac-12 is coming into right now is that the money that George Kliakoff had told the presidents that he was going to be able to get for them uh, that just isn't there. And we had uh, when we had Brett McMurphy on yesterday, he kept saying he said, "Listen, man, you can add San Diego State or SMU." He said you could keep adding these schools, and he says that's not going to change any kind of distribution monetary factor. I think this really comes down to having a lot of presidents, not Bobby Robbins, because he definitely cares about sports, but I think you have a lot of presidents in the Pac-12 that couldn't possibly care less about sports. That's certainly within their right. And you got a guy in Kliakoff that I think is maybe not Larry Scott, but he appears to be in over his head a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think he came into a unique situation where he had to hit the ground running, learning how to run a league, and then you have all this on top of it. So he came in an absolutely awful time and much like our friend, Jed fish, uh, and our new offensive coordinator at Maryland, uh, you know, Scott left the league in shambles, um, because there was not a good deal. They are losing their two. As great as Arizona basketball is and as great as the no, those are your fans,
1: flagships, USC and UCLA. Are two flagship
0: programs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, so, if again, if I'm Arizona, I'm being super aggressive. I am trying to get the four corners moving with me to try to convince the Big 12 that they need us. If not, if ASU's balking, great. Hey, San Diego State, want to go be big time? (coughs) Because if the Big 12 is looking at expansion, why wouldn't they want Southern California? Again, it's not L.A., but it is Southern California, and again, my guess is the San Diego community, who has now lost the Chargers, you're telling me you're part of the Big 12 now? I mean, Oklahoma State right. football, Arizona football, ASU or whoever, TCU. That's Cincinnati, more, Houston. Cincinnati, Houston. That's more, still more appealing than San Jose State. Correct. By a mile.
1: My dog is in the window. Oh, I know. I was gonna say we like it. We're very pooch friendly on yeah, this. Yeah, she's show.
0: knocking stuff off the couch to play with on the ground. Right. Um, so again, if I,
1: I'm trying every
0: angle, you know, maybe it's just hey, Colorado, let's you got prime time, let's go get some money while he's still there before he right. moves on to Florida State. Um, and again, if I'm Arizona, I'm saying, yeah, I know we're not the biggest media market, but we do have a pretty good reach into Phoenix. We are a national brand in uh, basketball, and you just lost Oklahoma and Texas. We're a national brand in baseball, and baseball is pretty big in the Big 12. We're a national brand in softball, and I know softball is not huge, but it's big enough with that ESPN inventory that, again, you're losing the best, arguably right now, the best softball program in the country. So why not bring in a top five program in the country? Let
1: me ask you this, Brad. And this is somebody, your degree is from U of A, my degree is from the U of A. So again, we're not bashing on U of A education. Um, again, I'm very proud that I went to the U of A. The is the desert southwest. For sure. I mean, it goes without saying. I get people all the time that come up to me, or not come up to me, but tweet at me. I wanted to give myself too much credit there and said... And say, well, you know, going to the Big Twelve is really going to hit hurt Arizona's academic image. I don't understand where that is coming from. Where, when, wherever has Arizona been viewed as a premier academic institution? Again, not putting it down; it's not a it's not bad by any means. Very proud to have gone there, but this this whole thing that oh man, if you're in with Kansas and schools like that, people are going to think less of the academic part of it. Where did this come from? This isn't a school that's rated in the top 100 in you know, U.S. News and World Report, Forbes, across the board. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Uh, in some of those reports, they are top 100, but they're they're in like that second tier of state schools. They're not Michigan or Texas or Cal or uh, Washington, but they're, Arizona's the next level down. So there is some academic cachet. But at the end of the day... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's some kid who wants to go to, to, to to medical school. Can't go to Arizona. They're in the big 12. Right. Um, And it's not like the big 12. Again, the big 12 is not as good academically as the Pac 12. That is true. A lot of, especially now that Oklahoma and Texas are gone, especially Texas, but it's, you know, I know Houston's a commuter school, but Kansas, not a bad school. Um, if you bring Colorado with you, they're, they're a slightly better state school than Arizona. Um, yeah, you got you know Oklahoma State and Texas Tech, and um, but yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it's going to add. I think you being stuck in the Mountain West Part Two is worse for your school's reputation than being associated with the Big Twelve academically. Right. Um, you know, again, in a magical world, Arizona would be selling academics and basketball to the Big 10, but that's not going to happen.
1: So what, what I also like about the Big 12 and then we're going to move on to some Arizona basketball and some Arizona football. But what I really like about the or uh, what I really like about the Big 12, I like Brett Yormark, the commissioner right there. He came in for his background, worked with Jay-Z very closely. He came in here and he said a bunch of stuff about how he was going to he was going to get his schools more money. Than uh, they previously had, despite losing uh, Oklahoma and Texas. Done. He was gonna. Uh, miss, or he was going to uh, expedite Texas and Oklahoma getting out. Done, and he was going to be very aggressive. That's the next move. All that stuff has come to play. Whereas Klevkov came in and said, "We're not looking to expand." Meanwhile, his two teams are taken out from under his nose. Then he says that. Um, Uh, We'll expand after a TV deal. Well, that's not happening as well. Then he's saying he's going to get a certain amount of money for his schools that he hasn't. I I don't see anything from Kliev as opposed to your mark that says, this guy's on the level with this guy. So
0: what I'm hearing, you're telling me, with his connections to Jay-Z and what he has accomplished, if Arizona moves to the Big 12, they have 99 problems, but the switch ain't one.
1: Oh. Oh, oh, that's really, really good. That is fantastic. That is an instant classic right there, William.
0: A dad like joke one. and a pop culture reference. In-
1: but it's very good, though. All right, let's get to some Arizona basketball here. But first, Mountain Mike's Pizza. Now, Oracle and Wetmore. William Brad Alice has been there. John Schuster has been there. Um, I've been there as well. Great TV setup, good food, good drink, great place to go and watch a game with the kids or by yourself whatever you prefer, Mountain Mike's Pizza, and OGs. Now, say you're like William and that you have a hard time sleeping at night. Uh, William could get some OGs, and he could get Indicas or Sativas, you name it. They've got it in your local dispensaries. Or if you just want to feel better about yourself, get some OGs as well. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. All right, Brad, Arizona now is 22-4 and four on the season. Um. And uh, we will get to Demarco Dunn in a second because William Brad Alice actually probably knows a little bit about Demarco Dunn, it's Miranda Kid. Um, but Arizona's twenty two and four on the season with wins over Tennessee, Indiana, UCLA, Creighton, San Diego State, all top, all clear top twenty five teams, and with losses to Utah, Stanford, uh, Washington State, and uh, what's the other one? I'm drawing a blank. Oregon. Oregon. What's going on there? How do, how does this
0: happen? Welcome to college basketball in
1: 2023.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, I was thinking about this day. I mean, you and I have talked about this a long time. I think Arizona is good enough to cut down the nets, and they're good enough to be upset by a 15 seed. Right. As is every other team in the country, at least right. being upset. So, honestly, I was thinking about this day. If I'm a betting man, I think I'm putting my money on Kansas, because Kansas, from a talent standpoint, is no different than 25 other teams, and they've got the most accomplished. <laughs> coach who has a legit top 10 team. Right. Because um, there's no Coach K in in Duke. There's no Roy. Um, you know, we're seeing some different. We're seeing just how, you know, look at all the talent in 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 Durham, and they're not winning at the same rate that Coach K did. Right. Um, you know, it's hard to replace a Hall of Famer. So, yeah, I
1: think Arizona is. I uh, O'Neill did it. Yeah. Made yeah. the tournament. John Sh- made the tournament. Just made the tournament.
0: Barely. Um, you, you, you know With I don't the team where you got
1: Jared Bayless, Chase Buttinger, Jordan Hill, and Nick Weiss.
0: Yeah. How, how how'd that first round game go?
1: West Virginia, baby. Russ
0: Pennell got to the Sweet Sixteen. That's, that's all I'm gonna say.
1: All right, go ahead.
0: Um. So yeah, so I think Arizona. Yeah, and, and again, the way they lost the other night, inability to get to Bayless the ball, played terrible against the zone. Uh, Kreese didn't shoot well, despite Ramey having a historically good shooting night. Um, And then they melted him down at the end, which was the surprise to me. And I actually thought Tommy might have gotten a little outcoached at the end. I think he did not. I I agree. He had to have some bigs on the line for those free throws. Even if you know, I because don't they were you. just
1: the problem when you go small with your Arizona is when you're small, you're it's not like you're going small where you've got Hassan Adams and Andre Gaudaur, these super springy long athletes right there. When you're going small, I mean you're dealing with Sed Henderson, Pella Larson, players like that that just aren't you know. I don't care how well you box out, you could probably give and up an a, offense and
0: period. a taller, stronger player tap the ball out. I mean, right? I've seen. Um, yeah, I've seen some people criticize I don't think it was an effort thing. I mean, they went for those rebounds. Uh the, the kid for Stanford is bigger and more athletic. So right. it happens. But again, Arizona can beat anyone. There's not a team in the country Arizona can't beat. And Arizona can certainly string together six good wins. But they could also lose to Northwestern State, not Northwestern, Northwestern State, who's going to throw a zone at you and shoot 33s and if they're falling, Arizona's in trouble. If Arizona can't I- figure out how to get the ball inside against the zone, they're in trouble.
1: How many team, How many Big Ten teams do we expect to get in, over or under 14?
0: How many are in the Big Ten now?
1: Is, is it 12 or 14?
0: So 17 Big Ten teams.
1: Okay. And how many survived past the first weekend? One. All right, you're going one. You're going big right there. I like it. I like it. Brad's showing confidence in the Big Ten right there. I like the it. What's that? Is that will be
0: the one, too.
1: I, uh, right. Purdue gets bounced in the second round. And uh, meanwhile, it, it
0: horrifically, and I feel bad for that fan base. That's the best program. That's never done anything. Purdue. Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, and you've had multiple national players of the year. Zach Eady is going to be the national player of the year. Glenn, big dog Robinson. I remember back in the day, big dog was, I, a di-
0: I got a Jersey. I got his bucks Jersey.
1: He was dude. He was a different guy. And uh, especially yep. in college, he was crazy. Um. All right. But now Arizona going forward here. I still believe that you can get a number 1 seed. I don't buy for a second that you can't get a number 1 seed. The main reason why is because you've got great wins and everybody else is losing. Everybody else has losses as well. Arizona is still 22 and 4. Now you can't keep dropping games to crap teams, but you got UCLA uh coming up. You could possibly get UCLA again. You got the Mountain Schools coming here. You got ASU coming here. Those should be three wins right there. You should be able to I don't want to say chalk up wins because Arizona's had some you know, some bad losses, but outside of UCLA, you should probably be able to win these games.
0: Yeah. I think Arizona probably has to win out or just drop one against UCLA and probably beat them again or to, to get a one seed. But I think, I think the winner of the league barring both teams dropping multiple games is probably the two seed in the West. Right. Um, so again, and you could face them twice. Uh, and if that's the case, then yeah, it's, you're, you're again, you, it's, it's going to be tough. As bad as Arizona has played in stretches, it doesn't last very long. They don't have like the loss hangover. So I fully right. expect them to rack up several more wins, but if they lose more than two more games, I'll be surprised.
1: Um, again, is that including, see, is that including the NCAA tournament? The, I mean, Pac-12 not, excuse tournament. me, the PAC 12 tournament, excuse yeah. me.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. I think so. Right. Um, that being said, One of those losses could be to Oregon State in the opening round of the (laughs) Pac 12 tournament. Right. Right. Um, You know, so that's where Arizona's
1: bizarre. You know, you see, let me ask you this. Do you see Zoo coming back next year?
0: I was going to ask you this. I've been trying to think of the NBA
1: comparison, and I'm not good at this. Well, I know there's one NBA comparison. It's just that he's not nearly as good.
0: Well, yeah, to me, and it's an old school, older school, not old school. Yeah, talk to me. Is he a, to use Bill Simmons, is, is he a homeless man's uh, Tim Duncan?
1: I think he's more of a homeless man's DeMontis Sabonis.
0: Okay. So, because to me, there's a lot of those same footwork, the, the light touch. Right. Could he develop that baseline jumper? Um, and if so, my question is, would Tim Duncan have a place in this in this version of the NBA? And if so, would Zoo have a role? And I don't think he's a starter uh, in the NBA. I don't know. Um, I think if he feels he can l- either latch on the NBA now, or does he feel one more year show that you can develop a better jumper? Can he get into the NBA? Then I think he comes back. Because um, I don't know if being, you know, a guy who's playing kind of in various European leagues appeals to him yet.
1: And, and again, he could probably get some really, really nice money. Um, he could probably get some really nice money just off an NIL coming back. Exactly. Uh, right. And
0: that's my same question for Balo.
1: Um, Balo, I don't ever see it. I got ripped on Twitter for a hateful tweet, which was supposedly a hateful tweet. I don't see Balo ever playing in the NBA. I just don't I'm see. I don't see it.
0: I'm not convinced that he doesn't. Again, it's as a reserve. But you're telling—is he better me? than
1: Kofi Cockburn?
0: Yeah, he's you more athletic. So? He, he runs the floor better. Right. So you're telling me a team can't find the place for a seven-foot rebounding okay shot blocker who can run the floor. Granted, he can't shoot. He can't. He'll never be a starter. But you're telling right. me the, the Suns, who are going to go to war with a bunch of six eight power forwards backing up Ayton, wouldn't like having Umar Ballo playing eight minutes a game on, off the bench?
1: Who's better, I've, Umar Ballow or Joseph Blair? As a player? Yeah.
0: Regardless of fit, Umar right. Ballo. God. All right. I just wanna again to... part of the problem though is Blair's career was cut very short here. Right. He missed what parts of two seasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um but Balo's seven foot, right? Right. Just a player was about six eight, six seven. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Now, if you tell me Umar Ballo's never playing a minute in the NBA and won't even play in the G League, I'd believe that as well. But I think there is I think there is a place for him, potentially, if a team wants a rugged space eater who can, who can run the floor.
1: Normally, but William Brad Allis, I I agree with William Brad Allis. I don't agree with him right here. But you know what? Time will tell on that. I also didn't think the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl either. So take that for what it's worth. Um, now, let's get to a little bit of U of A football here. But first, Illegal Pete's. Brad, uh, Brad is a man of the people. Uh, a lot of people are men of the people out there. You know what? If you're a man of the people, you go to Illegal Pete's. It's downtown, or it's uh, on University. Uh, high energy, to put it mildly. Good scenery, good food, good drink. If you're cool, go to Illegal Pete's, and they actually have one in Tempe as well. I would, I would recommend the one in Tucson though. Before that, because that means that you're in a better city. So again, check it out. Illegal Pete's, and the show notes, and the link in the description. Um, Oh, and again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. What's the code word? PHNX. Code word PHNX. Here's the deal. You put down five bucks on an NBA game and you can get up to $200 in free plays. That's simple, that easy. 21 and up, Arizona only. Got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Right now, once uh, Kevin Durant becomes healthy for the Suns, I would say, um, I would say, that you might want to uh, bet on the Suns a little bit here. I think the Suns are going to be very good. I had a debate with somebody about this, Brad, um, after the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Is Kevin Durant, has, does he surpass Charles Barkley as the best player to come to the Phoenix Suns? If he wins a ring. That's not what I asked.
0: I, I, I would say right now, Barkley's career is slightly better. I agree. I agree. But if Durant wins a ring on his own...
1: You, because I don't count like, the Steph rings, dude. Like I don't, I don't, I, whatever, man. I mean, going to Golden State. I heard a great comparison about what that, what counting those rings are. Um, going to, uh, uh, going to Golden State and winning a championship there was like bragging to your friends about losing your virginity to a hooker. I mean, you know, it was going to happen. Like,
0: but in another way, can you argue that Harden and uh, Russ cock blocked him? <laughs> yeah, no, I- <laughs> because. If yeah, but he play, could have gone anywhere, though. Because Russ cost him a ring. Russ and Harden cost him a ring at Oklahoma City. I know they helped get him there, but Russ kept taking the ball out of his hands in crunch time, and Harden completely – Harden was so bad in that game seven, I thought he was point-shaving. How about the I game – I thought Smith got to him.
1: How about the following year, though, when they were up 3-1 against the uh, Warriors, and then they gave that away, and Durant was shooting like 10 of 30 each game. I mean, he's got – Durant had some blame in that as well.
0: Yeah, no, no, certainly he did. But again, Durant is more of a generational talent than Barkley was.
1: But people forget just how good Barkley was. Barkley was the second best player in the world behind Mike. That's how good Barkley was.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, he kept running into Mike or,
1: right. you, know, you know, or some variation in, right. in Philly
0: or blowing leads
1: to Houston. Oh, now yeah. I'm going to cry. Let me ask you this, Brad. Now we're gonna to get to a little bit of U of A football talk here. Um I uh I'm bullish on Arizona next year. I think they're uh I think they are going to, by the way, Rich, I thought it was funny as well. Thanks. Um, but uh I think Arizona right now is I like them at about seven wins. I'm putting them there in there at seven wins. The great KB Thiel wanted to know what are Brad Alice's storylines going into uh, uh, spring ball and fall camp. What's William Brad Allis looking for? By the way, it just shows it shows you, because uh, I always keep a number on the people watching, it, show, it shows you how Arizona basketball matters. We went from 25 down to 18 the second I mentioned Arizona football. Um, but, uh, all right, go ahead. Oh, we're back up to 20 now. Thank you. But uh, go ahead, Brad. What are you looking for?
0: Uh, front seven, back seven of
1: the defense. Okay. Those are my yeah. big... What are you, who do you, uh, I'm kind of the same, I'm kind of the same way as well. The one thing that I'm fascinated by is where, where does the pass rush come from? Are you going to have to use it off a blitz? Can somebody like a Deuce Davis really emerge there? That's my question because I don't see, again, I think the defense will be better just by where the linebackers are, but. I don't see a lot of quick twitch guys that you're like, Oh, I can see him getting seven or eight sacks. I don't see that outside of Deuce Davis. No,
0: you know, is the kid from Cal, uh, was he just under coached? I right. don't know. Um, right. that's why I think you're counting on. That's why I'm not, I'm not real bullish on these transfers yet. I know what they're doing. They're trying to take a, a, a bunch of four star, five star guys and, and, and see if the, they were just underdeveloped, like Eccles. um, But yeah, I, I, am we haven't seen it from Jason Harris. He just doesn't look,
1: I don't, I don't count great. Jalen didn't live up to the
0: hype and Jason looks to be even less living up to the hype. Right. Um, no offense, love the family, love those kids, but, um, yeah, you know, Deuce Davis, maybe are you you converting a couple linebackers to more like rush ins? Are you really counting on a big push from your interior defensive line? Um, you know, can can one of those guys be, you know, like like the Rams use Aaron Donald or the Chiefs use Chris Jones with that interior push that frees up guys? Right. I I, I don't see Bill Norton or whatever his name is uh, right. being that Big guy. Bill Norton. Um. So yeah. So I have a concern about pass rush. I have a
1: concern about you know.
0: To, do you love the safeties?
1: Um. I think there's potential with the safeties. I don't. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the difference. I don't look at the safeties and say to myself that um, I don't know who that guy is. I think there's certain guys. I think Isaiah Taylor could be good. I think Genesis Smith could be good. I like I said, I look at the pass rushers and I just don't know outside of uh, outside of Deuce Davis who could possibly be that guy that emerges. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I th- again. So does that mean you're blitzing backers? But then if you're running that two backer scheme. That leaves a lot. You're going to really count on those safeties. You're really going to count on that, um, you know, that 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 third safety uh, in the flats and in in the mid range. So yeah, I think it's you know, are you blitzing safeties like crazy? Are you going? Um, so I think there are a lot of questions. I think the safest position on defense seems to be corner for me. Mm-hmm. I think that combination of the three young guys with
1: it's not linebacker for
0: you now. I I don't know if you have enough depth at linebacker. I think your starting linebackers are fine. Yeah. Um but I still think you yeah so but right fair enough yeah so it's really it's really that front four in the in the in the set in the, the three safeties and again oh, by is, the way is the Taylor good are... yeah was Maldonado serviceable yeah is Warnell okay yeah
1: but you really sold on any of those guys the fans are giving me the middle finger by the way we're up to 30 now they're saying to themselves um uh they're saying to themselves um that uh, you know what, Mike Luke, come at that right there.
0: I think Rich went to Facebook and started posting to the Huntington Beach Alumni Association. And Rich,
1: you're the, the man, man, dude. I appreciate you. You
0: converted Rich, by the way.
1: Oh, Rich used to hate me. Trust oh, me, I stand you. Rich and now Rich he loves des- you. Rich despised. Uh, Rich absolutely despised me right there. So um, again, Rich, appreciate that. Uh, appreciate that I've uh, grown on you a little bit right there. Um, I do have to ask you a question though about uh, uh, Demarco Dunn before we sign off. Kid in North Carolina, a lot of people think that he could end up back here in Arizona. He was in Morana. Did you have any? Uh, did you have any experience with Demarco Dunn? I didn't see Demarco Dunn
0: play. No, he was either not playing varsity then, or it just happened to be in the time. So I don't remember him. In fact, the best player when I was at Marana was actually Jamie Swan's brother, who ended up playing at right. Southport Academy. Um, so yeah, I don't remember Dunn. I know he was, you know, grew up there. Um, and, and unfortunately, like a lot of Miranda athletes left there for, for greener pastures, but, uh, he is a talented athletic kid. I, if he comes back to Arizona, that would be, be interesting to see how, and he I think he out.
1: provides a little bit of athleticism, a little bit of length that you don't really have right now. So I think that, um, you that know, is I the
0: thing. yeah, that's what Arizona's missing. They're missing that true for lack of a better word, what, what loot discovered, uh, with his wings, In about '95, you know, remember, after having to use Reggie Geary at that small forward for a year, he never didn't have two of those guys. And you can again, you can look at the list. It's uh, you know, the list goes all the way back to Eddie Smith of every small forward, with the exception of the duo of Corey and and Joe McLean, played in the league. And all Corey did was carve out a 12-year career as like the biggest star in Belgium. And Joe McLean's managing million dollar hedge funds or whatever he's doing.
1: Joe um, McLean's an interesting guy because Joe McClain, I was comparing. And again, I was a little wrong on this, but I was comparing Pella's impact to Joe McClain and Joe McClain couldn't shoot at all his first three years, even though Luke would always say that he was a great shooter. He
0: shot 60% in high school. That's right. the crazy thing.
1: But then his senior year, he shot like 38 or 39%. Now, again, Joe is never going to be mistaken for an all timer, but Joe had a nice little senior season for him or for himself.
0: Yeah, Joe was Joe was a guy who you won't see anymore. He was a guy who came in with some fanfare as a scorer. Um and it's interesting how many guys that happened to back in the days of less sophisticated scouting. Right. Because if you remember Harvey Mason was like California all-time leading scorer.
1: Right. Um right.
0: Quinn Tebbs came Quinn in Quinn Tebbs out of Utah. And then who was the kid uh, Casey Schmidt. Those how guys were Quinn all
1: Tebbs spelled? How is it how is Quinn spelled?
0: Was it like Q U Y N N or something like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh,
0: but yeah, Casey Schmidt came in being one of the great shooters in 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 high school and yeah. actually finished as the NCAA free throw shooting leader for a year. But uh, but Joe, instead of leaving, decided to become a grinder, right? You know the knee pads, and he became again. I think Pella's is a better player, and I think I said that over the summer, and you argued with me. But I did. Joe was that spark that a lot of teams need and that Pella has provided off the bench in a different way. Joe was all hustle plays and floor burns and every uh, stereotype of, of a grinder, but that's what he was. And you know, he could, he could when needed, you know, when you have that big game, I think against ASU where you yeah. hit like four or five from behind yeah. the arc or something like that. Um, so he was that guy and you need those guys. Unfortunately, in this day of let's transfer, if I don't get my way, you don't see many of those guys anymore at big schools. They go play, and that's, you know, why All you right. see these little schools who can make runs.
1: All right, Brad, before we sign off right here, I know you're a busy man, but the people are asking, when is Brad Alice gonna when are his podcasts coming back? Your absence has been noted. People want more Brad Alice, not less Brad Alice.
0: Well, I think we're in a good position now. I finally quit coughing. I'm working on the intro. Um, I'm going to do some production values on this first one. It's going to be a movie reference, and I think we should be back um, as well as I hope to be. Uh, I keep wanting to come on the post game, but it's so crowded. I can't Dude, keep, I no, can't no, no. We make,
1: we make room for Brad Alice when you come on. No, 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 Brad. We I make actually, room for the great Brad Alice whenever he wants to come on. I was
0: uh, – Setting up to come on Saturday and then we had a little family issue. Um, But, yeah, I hope to uh, hope to start doing that more regularly.
1: We would love uh, to have you on
0: um, again. The Thursdays are tough because not only do I have hockey that night, but now we're starting to have a uh, little league baseball starting up. But, yeah, we should I should be making my return, especially just so I can make more cheese references and
1: everyone has to drink when I do that. We, we appreciate that. But for Brad Alice, I'm Mike Luke. Everybody out there, Rich, thanks for liking me now. I appreciate that. Kobe, everybody out there, you guys are the ones that make this show. Kobe, we, great point about the defense, too, by the way, of Zoo, That's a right. great point that I ignored. Yeah, but you know what? Kobe's a smart guy right there. And again, oh, he was diminishing his Eller degree right there. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about people that went to Eller. Eller is different. You brag about Eller. I'm talking about journalism. How do I put this without passion the university? If you're like me and you have journalism and education degrees, that's a little bit different than Eller. So I just want to throw that one out there. But for Brad Alice, I'm Mike Luke. Harvard of the Desert Southwest. Harvard of the Desert Southwest. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats
0: podcast.